What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I am your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. And we're coming at you with another episode of Motivation Monday, you know, where we really uh, fill up that tank with some motivation, answer your questions, share some of our favorite quotes, some of our thoughts that, you know, we've gone over for the week, you know, everything relevant to fitness, health, and happiness. So you've tuned into an incredible episode because we're going to be covering some high-level Level topics such as how to make your metabolism faster, when you should be adjusting your calories and macros, and why you need to make sure you're taking your leg training seriously. So sit back, relax, enjoy, grab a sip of that coffee because this one is going to be killer. And I'm going to start it off with my quote of the week. Uh, so recently, I was actually asked, you know, like what you, you have a lot of quotes, you love quotes, you share a quote every week, like what's your favorite quote, you know, and it took me a second because there really is a ton I love. Um, but like even in my Facebook description, you know, the quote that I think is really stuck with me and one that I just thought was a ton of fun. I heard in a movie, I can't even remember the exact name of the movie, but such a freaking good movie. Uh, if, it, if it comes to me, I'll bring it up. But the quote is, anything in life worth doing is worth overdoing. Moderation is for cowards. So the reason I like this is, you know, some people might say, eh, you know, like you might want to moderate some things and some people might jump right to that. But, you know, I like to look at it to it more so as like, you know, my goal is to get the most out of life, most out of my experiences, you know, most out of relationships, most out of my knowledge, my growth. And, you know, like I think it's just, uh, you know, people that judge and go, oh, you work out too much. You're too obsessed. You shouldn't be doing that. Or, you know, you're too focused on, you know, growing your business or, you know, your podcast. Like, why don't you just take some time? off like you know to me like anything worth doing that's good for you that helps you grow is worth doing big you know it's worth going all out on and you know like my training I don't just like say ah, I'm strong enough this is good enough or I look good enough you know I, I like that push and I think it's important too not to be um, a coward in your own sense your own goals and what I mean by this is like I know a lot of people put limitations on themselves oh I've never been able to lose more than five pounds or every time I lose weight I gain it back like you know you're already putting yourself in a box and you're too scared to really say, you know what, I can do this. I'm going to persevere through this. I'm going to find a way around it. Or I can have the life I want. I can have the body I want. I can be happier and more balanced in my life than I am now. So anything worth doing is worth overdoing. Moderation is for cowards is my quote for this week and probably my favorite quote ever. Jeez, I love that, man. And you know, even something that I'm a firm believer of is just like, I think a lot of us are always trying to find balance. And like, you know, just I think sometimes you have to question like, is that actually a thing you know what I mean and like even just like always trying to have everything perfectly scheduled and everything perfectly like just the right amount of like you know just doing is it's it's sometimes there's not that there's not that balance right and I love how you know just go all in right you know on your fitness journey don't just kind of say oh I'm gonna do it once or twice a week it's like hey if it's worth doing it's worth overdoing I love that so that's yeah and sorry right before you jump into yours that's actually from the movie Lone Survivor Mm -hmm. um and everyone I've showed it to pretty much is like cried it's it's a freaking intense movie I don't know like if you like those kind of intense crazy movies um but I I just was like man you know the motivation the sheer will it's based off of real story you know like I just found it very touching and you know it's like it's pretty rare I find a movie that really hits me like that but that movie is a great movie. I've watched it several times and the quotes suck with me. Well, that's going to be my next uh, Netflix uh, binge session. So Lone Survivor, I just wrote it down as uh, as Josh said that. 
Um, mm. Yeah, one of my other favorites is the Dawn Wall. Like we've been rock climbing, and but like even just for me, it's like when I see someone like reaching their goals, it's like so inspiring. Like being up on the wall for 21 days, like that just hit me. Like I'm not gonna lie, like there's very few movies that actually like inspire me that much or like make me like just feel a specific type of way. But seeing the guys just do that, I was like, holy, this was that was incredible. Josh recommended that to me, so anytime he gives me a movie recommendation, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna watch that. Um, but my quote is, uh, is something a little bit different. Um, it's, you know, if I, and this is, you know, something that Josh will be doing for our client shout out today. So stay tuned for that. But, um, if I see you at the gym, I'm rooting for you. Nobody cares if you're big, small, slow, fast, skinny, obese, out of shape or in shape. Keep going. I see you. You're doing great. And I came across that um, just somewhere on Instagram. A lot of times I'll just screenshot things. I don't even know where they come from or, you know, everyone kind of takes things from different people, which is, which is cool, especially when it's positivity. I'm like, sweet. Um, we need more of that. Right. So I just thought that was so inspiring. And, you know, it's just, man, I just, if you're there, like, don't think about like, you know, just what, what are these other people thinking about me? I still, to this day, people have that, those insecurities, which, you know, I totally get is, uh, you know, is a totally fair thing to be feeling, but Hey, like if you're there, just know, like, even if someone's staring at you, even if, you know, you just might feel a bit uncomfortable, like at least myself as a trainer, as a coach, as someone who wants the best for you, I, and a lot of other people included Josh, um, and, and everyone else, we want the best for you. So keep going, um, and just keep doing your thing. Cause if you're there and if you're constantly showing up, you're already winning half the battle or more than half the battle. The fact that you showed up is huge and, uh, you know, just want to see you keep seeing some great success. So keep going. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, anyone I think who's good and who's worth listening to is going to cheer you on, even if you're not a pro, even if you look silly, you're learning. Like, don't let that be uh, your, you know, paralysis is that you're unsure, you're not confident, or you're worried you won't look cool. You know, you, sometimes you got to look a little silly to, you know, really push through and get some great results. Everyone's got to learn, everyone's got to stumble. You know, we, we've all been there, right? Like, it's something that you need to do. So, that is an absolutely fantastic quote. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm going to start with the client shout out. I'm going to change the order a little bit here before we fully get into our weekly thoughts and recommendations because they're going to build on each other. Um, that will make more sense as we get to the weekly thoughts. But me and Kyle have been kind of thinking through a lot of this recently. We've been having our own uh, kind of discussions and we're really passionate to bring this here. So everyone make sure to listen up because, you know, we're going to drop some knowledge. But so my client shout out, I just want to shout out, you know, all of my clients. Um, you know, I'm just so thankful and more so I prefer the term community because it really is a community. We all grow together. We all do weekly challenges together. Uh, you know, everyone's filling out their spreadsheets, including me and Kyle. Uh, you know, we're all holding each other accountable and we're all growing in this community of, you know, the Colossus coaching community, which is incredible. And it's very one-on-one. We do do video check-ins back and forth, which is immensely powerful. We're making weekly adjustments to macros, training, regimens, lifestyle. You know, we want every pillar of fitness to be covered and for people to get the full amount of success. And I just want to shout out everyone who goes above and beyond because, you know, really lately I've been challenging a few of my clients. You know, some people are great. Um, they really take everything really seriously. But, uh, you know, some people like it seems like just and almost enough is good enough. Um, and what I mean by this is if you're like getting your check in in late or you're just a little bit under your protein recommendations or you're skipping a few exercises in your workouts, you're telling yourself, eh you know, okay is enough for me, right? But I just want to shout out everyone who goes, no, I'm nailing this criteria. You know, I want to be on top of my protein. I'm not going to, you know, put any limitations on myself. I'm going to make sure I'm sending that check-in on time because as silly as it is, like these little things you do in your life 
determines how you'll be, right? Like if you're someone who constantly always lies about little things, you're going to start to believe in your own mind that you're a liar. If you're someone who takes corners, you're going to believe that you're someone who's lazy and takes shortcuts, right? Whereas if you're someone who's like, no, I do things right, I get them done, um, you know, and it's all these micro decisions that add up. And what I mean by that is if you're like, ah, I'll just send a check in late, it's not that important. You're telling yourself that things don't need to be done on time, deadlines aren't serious. And then, you know, when it comes to your protein, ah, it's not that important, your calories, ah, I was close enough. And you're going to pay for that, right? Like you're not going to see your results. Um, you know, if you're not telling the truth, people aren't going to take your word, you can lose friends. Like, you know, these things have consequences. And me and Kyle really try to train people to be strong, not only physically, but mentally, right? And that's not to say that you're a robot. Um, we build parameters for a ton of flexibility, you know, like we actually give uh, the opportunity to send check-ins Thursday night or Friday. So you have a huge window to get that in, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, and, you know, we also too, like we have flexible macronutrient recommendations. We adjust them to the person's lifestyle, adherence levels and goals. Um, but once again, I just want to shout out, even if you're not a client, if you're someone who wants to grow and you want to challenge yourself. It's such a powerful thing. And a great example transferring over into the thoughts. One thing that's been really powerful for me even is just not hitting snooze. You know, when, when you hit snooze, you're starting your day saying, eh, I can put things off. I don't need to put a full effort. I can, you know, kind of make a little bit of an excuse here and there, not a big deal. And we always talk about how that transfers into your day and how that carries forward and the repercussions that can make. Whereas when you're someone, you're like, when I say I do something, I get it done. That is powerful. We've talked, you know, before about you lined up other people is one thing but never lie to yourself right if there's one person you should believe it's yourself because you dilute that too much and then you go oh, i'm gonna lose 10 pounds you don't even believe in yourself it's never gonna happen right like you need to have that faith in yourself and we can build that faith in ourselves by you know having that discipline building that consistency so a little bit of a rant there but definitely something i want to challenge everyone with something i always challenge myself with every day because it is such a powerful thing how you do anything is how you do everything. Exactly. That's a our quote to live by. One That's one of my favorite quotes yeah. too. I want to get that tattooed, even though I don't have tattoos. I'm like, if I just look down every time on my wrist, I'm like, that's that's the one. Yeah, me and Coach KG are tatless. Um, <laughs> he always no tried to get our, our logo tattooed if we got 100K, but then he realized probably doesn't want that. <laughs> It's an interesting logo. 100K subscribers we, that, yeah. Yeah, we made it early. But anyways, I don't know. Ran, I guess this is a thought too. Yeah, I just, I'm I'm not against it. I just haven't really found something that I'm like, I want this on me. And like, you know, I, I love the rule I read somewhere that you shouldn't get a tattoo if you can't leave that tattoo that you want as your phone wallpaper for a month. Ooh. And like... <laughs> knowing me not a chance you know like i would change that so quick it, like i'm somebody who always likes new stuff so that's why i personally haven't done it but i really respect some people that have some really cool ones anyways that was the most random sidebar um do you want to get into the trust the expert because i think that's a really really good talk yeah and by the way i think a lot of people with like some cool tats like they just look so cool and i'm just like man i really respect that so i just josh and i sometimes are like that's a sick arm sleeve or like that's a cool i know i, I think <laughs> i appreciate them yeah. i think it's just someone who won't have them really but yeah you know i i I do appreciate it. Yeah, but we'll see. No, but it's it's all fun and games. Uh, you know, I was just like, uh, anyway, so trusting the expert. I mean, there's so many things I could talk about and like get into in terms of a rant here. And we're going to try to like educate and stuff. It's just like people are experts for a reason. I think a lot of times like, and even Josh and I, like we have a lot of side conversations when we're working out and stuff that like you guys don't hear, but it's just like so many people will ask a question, but they don't actually want to listen. And that's probably one of my pet peeves. Like, you know, it's like, 
I love giving advice to people. Like I'm not the type of person who will go up to someone in the gym and say, oh, by the way, you should be squatting like this. But if someone asks or if someone is looking to get better and like we are having a conversation um, and I'm not just saying that I'm an expert in, in so many other different things. I just think like you have to kind of ask yourself, like, am I asking just to ask or am I actually asking to listen? And I think a lot of us can be like guilty of this, of just like, you know, kind of having that like, hey, I know everything and not actually like spending time. Listen, I could give you so many different examples right now, but, um, you know, I just wanted to kind of like bring that up because I just know so many people like this and it's just like kind of frustrating of like, like our mission is to literally like we want to be able to help every single person achieve a transformation, um, be able to have a social life, be able to enjoy it, uh, not gain weight back, not struggle. And I find most people are just not like listening. And um, if I'm even trying to give tips to someone that like kind of is pretty interested, like they they already have their ma- mind made up before they even ask the question. So I'm like, why am I even going to answer this? So I just thought that was pretty interesting as well. Yeah. You know, like I just, I love the example. I love that meme, you know, of someone going uh, to the doctor and the doctor has like a mug saying, um, what did Google tell you or something or a degree in Google or something <laughs> oh, like, funny. you know, it, it's just, I think people have a tendency, especially in friends, like me and Kyle have always noticed this and we've been very fortunate as we've grown. People have started to realize more and more where the real deals. Like it's tougher when it's your friend. Right. But like, if your friend is like a car salesman, they're like, don't buy that car. That's a bad car. And you're like, nah, I think it's a good car. You know, like you, you got to kind of trust people that are experts, right? Especially when you're paying someone who's an expert, like very often, you know, like me and Kyle, when we give advice or guidelines or like a criteria of action for a client we're not doing that selfishly we, we were never going to clip someone's wings and want them to get less results like we we've done this for a living we have well over 1500 transformations now which we're incredibly passionate about and when we prescribe something we do that for a reason right and sometimes people go okay well what about carb cycling and i'm like whoa whoa like this is not even like relevant right now right and like even you know recently just so many examples will tell someone you know they'll ask us for fitness advice we'll give it and they'll go okay but uh you know what about keto and you're like did you not just listen like (laughs) you know like you if you're going to an expert you need to learn to trust experts and it's important too right like i've always used the analogy right like if i my sink gets messed up i'm gonna get a plumber right if you need help if your fitness and health and happiness isn't clicking if you're gaining weight if you're not going to the gym if you're not improving and getting better get that help get someone to guide you right just the same as if you're struggling in school you get a tutor you know like i said if you need a plumber you get a plumber like just the same it's just it's something that's really been on my mind because you know it's awesome to see too even one of my clients, Brad, sent me like a thing from the Globe and Mail talking about how trainers, like the image of a trainer has changed from someone who helps you perform with your workouts to someone who helps you with your overall health, fitness, and happiness. And I thought that was a really cool read because it has gone past that, right? Like even so much of what myself and Kyle do through our coaching is psychology of all this and the psychology of your life. Like last week we spoke how one person would be trained entirely different than someone who might have a similar situation um, because you need what works for you. And if something's not working, we need to go at it in a different angle and find what will work for you, what will be successful for you in your journey. So lots of thoughts there. I think we'll leave it there because I think that's a lot to kind of take in and to let ruminate and even to consider in your own life. Like once again, don't just listen to this and go, yeah, other people making these mistakes. You know, like even me, as I say it, sometimes like I'll see myself and what I'm saying, and I'm like, okay, I could do this a little better. I need to stop slacking here. I need to, you know, double down on what I'm going to do here. Because when you actually take something, knowledge is only power when applied. So 
great consideration, a great thought to have. So that's it for me before we get into the weekly questions. Do you have uh, anything else to add, Kyle? You know, I think I'll just give a specific as well because, you know, just not like I, I care about every single person, but like this is like a small thing that can like you, you can probably like relate to. So for example, you know, I worked out with my, a buddy of mine, like, you know, he's on the same path as us. Like he's, you know, trying to get his fitness, like he's an expert in so many different things, but you know, fitness isn't his forte, right? That's kind of what we do, right? So, um, you know, worked out with them, kind of just did all of our prescribed sets, reps, all that other stuff. And, you know, just, um, he had said to Josh, like, man, like Kyle, Kyle slacks a bit, like the intensity wasn't there. Like he wasn't doing supersets and all this other stuff. And so long story short, my answer was like, that, that doesn't mean anything. Like we did the sets, we did our, like we did everything we needed to, we pushed the intensity, but like, I'm like, we don't need to be doing supersets. So even during the workout, he goes, man, I need to, I just, I need to be doing some more of these high intense fat burning workouts. I'm like, you don't need to be doing any of that. You need to be hitting your macros, tracking your food, understanding the intake and hitting your strength training workouts. He's like, I think the strength training workouts are affecting me. Like, I, I don't think it's helping me lose the fat. I'm like, no, 100% not the case. But like, just once again, like this isn't to like rant or anything. Like I'll say it to his face. Like I'm, I'm a straight up person. Like I love the guy, um, really good friend. But it's like, also it's just like, I care about every person around me, especially when I could tell that they care. So I'm also willing to be like very honest and like upfront about things. Um, but at the same time, even like a lot of like, you know, people like, oh, I'm not going to have any alcohol at all. It's like, is that like actually realistic? Like you just need to like, I'm such a fan of tracking macros. I know I'm getting passionate here, but like, as I've been doing this for the past three weeks myself, even just even shredding, I'm like, I've still been able to have some fun food, still be able to enjoy myself. Like we're going to be going bouldering. It's going to be like an intense day. So we're saving about a thousand calories afterwards. Cause we know we might go for dinner. So it's like all these like simple principles, but like people don't really want to like listen to that. I just like the more and more I do it, I'm like, wow, this is is just so simple for us and I wish like everybody would be able to achieve it and uh, I just want to give a more specific example and you know just hopefully help some more people out with stuff like that as well yeah you know that that is the key right and uh, once again yeah like I don't want to spend too long yeah. on this because I, I think I will yeah but too. uh Kyle nailed it we'll leave it there we're gonna jump into the mailbag uh this is motivation Monday uh previously known as mailbox Monday uh we've since upgraded it because you know it's just about motivation and we we like these thoughts you know we actually spend a good chunk of time usually in these and I think you can get really interesting insightful things because these are this is what's on our mind right this is on our mind as athletes as coaches as people looking to grow in our knowledge and our health and our happiness and you know we're really happy to spend some time sharing that so even if you have an interesting thought like i love to see it like even my client brad sharing that article you know got me thinking me and kyle are always game uh so if you want to connect with me and kyle best place to do that is on instagram our instagram is at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t uh our logo is pretty much the same as the podcast so you can easily find us there we're both really active in the dms which is really really cool so uh you know if you want to reach out say hi holler inquire about coaching share a quote that's where you can find us the easiest we also post a ton of great content there we're very active there it's like a bunch of extra goodies on top of this so if you love our podcast you'll love our ig little self plug there um, but we're going to jump into the uh, mailbag now with the first question so hey josh and kyle my question is at what point do i need to adjust my macros while i'm cutting when i start to see no change in weight if i start tracking my macros and i'm in a caloric deficit after two weeks i do not notice a change should i adjust them lower them or would you do it earlier after week one or later around three? okay so more or less 
when, when should you adjust your macros if you're in a deficit? So big mistake I see people do um, is they'll start dieting and they won't do enough of a change. Uh, so pretty commonly, like you need to be in a significant enough de- uh, deficit. I know a lot of experts recommend about 20% when you start a diet. Um, for some people, I find that can be very extreme and I wouldn't potentially do that. Like let's say my maintenance was 3K, that'd be me pretty much cutting to 2200, um, you know, like 2400, sorry. Uh, but I feel like that's pretty extreme, like 600 calories off the pop. The problem is your body adjusts, right? So we've previously spoken how metabolism can adjust upwards and downwards and how hormones can adjust like ghrelin, leptin, all these great things. Um, So the problem is if I just go, I'm going to reduce 100 calories and that's going to put me in a deficit, very often it won't. Um, I'll just adjust my movement a little bit, your body, and you'll be like, what the heck? So you do need enough to actually put you in that deficit. And if you haven't gone two weeks without losing weight, chances are you're not in a deficit. But most importantly, where most people are wrong, the easiest way to achieve a deficit is to be honest, right? Like even yesterday I was logging all my food and you know, I got pretty hungry. So I just ate a bunch of weird stuff. So I had these low calorie jello things are in my fridge. I cleaned up my fridge. They're like 20 calories a thing. Um, but I forgot to log them. And this morning when I was transferring my spreadsheet, I'm like, Oh, the freaking jello. And not that it's the end of the world, but that is 40 calories. Right. And then you consider maybe I forgot to put a little bit of oil or maybe, Oh, I had a little turtle, you know, those little chocolate turtle things. I had (laughs) one of them, 80 calories, but let's say I forgot that jello in those turtles. Uh, it's nothing crazy, but it is 120 calories. Right. And And, you know, I'm someone who's done this for a long time, very seasoned. I try to always, I think a good rule of thumb is to log it before you eat it because that way you can make changes. You can't take something back when it's in your mouth. But where a lot of people go wrong is they'll actually be off by like 20 to 40%, right? And if you're off by 40%, you know, and you're having an extreme amount of calories, you know, that's going to be quite a lot, right? At 3,000 calories, I believe that's 1,200 calories you'd be incorrect by, right? So most importantly is to actually improve your adherence um, and to be honest, limit snacking, uh, did you have a coffee with cream in it and cream and sugar even you know you got to track that right so that's the number one thing usually people that have really low calories and they're not losing weight um, are wondering why it's because you're not being honest and or you're having a cycle where you're successful monday through friday and the weekend you throw it all away so you know most importantly you actually need to establish an effective baseline and then you can maneuver from that baseline um Myself and Kyle have had the most success with adjusting week to week um, because I've done this now for so many people, like we said, over 1,500 people between the two of us. Uh, we've become very successful at having an eye. Sometimes people want to slash their calories in the ground, and I'm like, trust me, this week you're going to pop down. And then, boom, one day they'll be down three, four pounds, right? Like, you know, once again, having done this for so many people, I have such a good eye because, you know, where people are wrong is they've heard about what to do or maybe they've done it for themselves. But when you've done it for so many people, like I, I've seen everything, nothing surprised me at this point. So I'm very good at adjusting it, but you know, it is very important. You do start with enough of a deficit. So that is one thing I would definitely challenge you with. But before you do that, even you do need to be truthfully honest with your uh, logging. So that's my answer. I took it a bunch of unique ways. So I'll let Kyle maybe take it a more traditional way. Yeah. And I'd say like, like similar to what Josh said, it's just, I'd say most people, like even myself included as, you know, I've just done it quite a few times for myself as well as just like oftentimes it's just that adherence side of things it's just like even if I like haven't seen change it's usually some sort of external factor and you know my first my first thing especially for a lot of clients would be okay you know what instead of instead of making these changes how can we do what we're doing but do it better and then if that doesn't work um, which is very possible that I won't then usually I would just uh, make make some changes but I would say like roughly around two weeks is a good time frame but it's also very situational and that's where as a coach we we make a lot of adjustments based off okay you know what 
how much does a person actually have to lose? If it's, you know, someone who has to lose a lot more, like they should be losing truthfully every single week. Um, if it's someone who just has a little bit, um, because, you know, they did start strength training because they, you know, have more muscle to them, like it might be a little bit different. So we're going to look for a couple other indicators as we know the scale isn't going to tell us everything, but it is very situational. We have to ask, is the person super hungry? If that person's just absolutely starving, um, maybe we can take a look through my fitness pal and see, okay, where can we start adding more high fiber foods and more high protein foods? So that way you're less starving like so everyone's so unique and so different so it really like that's where just being super specific based off the person comes in handy because there are a lot of things that we have to look at like food satisfaction if someone's constantly tired and constantly hungry and numbers wise it would make sense to decrease the calories I might not decrease them because I just want to make sure that they can actually hit them properly and then that way they can actually still enjoy and still like adhere to it and still succeed long-term instead of just that one week looking for that specific number to go down because that really doesn't mean anything that one specific number but the last thing is just I don't believe most people should be doing this themselves I know you've heard me talk about this but when we're emotionally attached to the results uh, and and I'll continue to say this over and over again until someone proves me otherwise um, I just I just think that we're going to make all these crazy intense decisions right um, you know even myself as a coach sometimes when I see the scale not go down I'm like oh man like I have that first thought of like oh, I wish it was lower but I always have to remind myself like not to bring calories down, not to do anything drastic, but I'd say most people are so emotionally attached and when they're doing it themselves and they see that there's no drop from a week, their first instinct is, let's say they're having 2,500 calories, like, you know what, I'm just going to, this week I'm going to 2,000, I don't care, I want to see that number down and when you're emotionally attached, you'll do some crazy things, like, I have to remind myself, don't go and do cardio the next day just because you went over your calories and it's a constant reminder, even myself as like, just once again, someone who's, you know, educating everyone and giving advice. I'm like, I have to remind myself and I just, I know what a lot of you guys are thinking because I feel it as well, but it's just, you know, stay the course, stay consistent, keep showing up and it will all pay off. But yeah, hopefully that makes sense. Um, and yeah, absolutely. Next question. How can I make my metabolism faster? So yeah, <laughs> this one is, is interesting because the, the myth is still going around every time that I think the myths are gone. Um, I just see on Instagram, I see on Google, I see all these crazy things and, you know, I, I want to clear the air, right? Cause there's this, you know, the constant, if you eat every two to three hours, like every day I still hear it, then your metabolism speeds up and just, you hear like so many different things. Once I turn 30, everything's gone downhill and now I can't eat any food because I just, you know, you hear everything, right? So we want to clear the air. Everyone wants a faster metabolism. Like we all want to be able to eat more food. We all want to have more muscle. Um, I'd say this is going to be beneficial for literally every single person. Now I'm not going to be giving you any fat burner that other people would recommend or any just crazy intense thing that makes absolutely no sense. These are the top four things that I would say because when you actually look at your energy expenditure, um, which also stands for, it's like TDEE, which is total daily any energy expenditure, it comes from a bunch of different ways, right? Literally 70% of it is just from living. The rest is from a couple other things like non-exercise activity thermogenesis, uh, thermic effect of food, and a couple other factors. But that's going to all tie into the science. I'm going to simplify it here. The first thing is just walking daily. So this is going to increase your, um, your neat, uh, this affects the neat aspect of your metabolism, which is non-exercise activity thermogenesis, just simply doing some walking. Um, you know, as, as we said in the last episode, seven to 10,000 steps is going to be most ideal for the average person. Um, that just means you're going to have to go to your way. You're going to have to start parking further. You're going to have to start doing these extra things. The next one is just sufficient protein. And this is going to be the thermic effect of food, um, which is going to affect your metabolism just 
this from your, your body's going to have to work harder to break down the protein. Like as we talk mm-hmm. about protein is so important and very often overlooked, especially for, I know some people are having 50 grams of protein when they start with my coaching. I'm like, we got to get that up. Lifting your weights is going to affect your BMR as well as your, um, EAT, um, which is uh, exercise activity, activity thermogenesis. Um, so lifting weights is going to be great. And then the last thing is just going to be sleeping, right? So I didn't give you any shortcuts here, walking daily, eating protein, lifting weights and getting proper sleep are the four things. I don't want to give you any more because I don't want to overcomplicate it, but these four things done consistently over and over and over again. Um, you know, obviously sleep's a tough one for a lot of people if you're a new parent or if your just work schedule is crazy, but those four things will definitely increase your metabolism and help you long-term and have the best benefits for literally life. Yeah. And even, you know, circling back to the first question, very often, if you slash calories pretty low and you're definitely, definitely eating a lot less than you were before, you know, that's when you can start to play with things too, like your expenditure, you know, you can manipulate cardio calories as well. Think input output, right. Um, and then even external factors like sleep is such a massive one. Um, you know, water consumption is such a big one, like little things too, that like you would overlook that can be important. So don't forget those micro factors. We've done a ton of episodes on this and, you know, by continuing to listen to this podcast, you're going to learn more and more. So make sure you're tuning in. And that takes the third and last question for today, which is I don't really care what my legs look like. So I struggle to actually not skip my leg day. Any advice or tips here? So I love this question because I get this a lot. And in particular, you know, a lot of guys are like, it's just leg, big legs aren't important to me. Like I just want a big upper body. That's all I care about. So the number one thing I've always said is the body wants to be symmetrical, right? Like our body wants to be healthy. It wants to work as a unit, right? It doesn't think it's like, Oh, what legs and upper, it doesn't think that way, right? It's just your body, your health, all your systems are connected. Um, you know, you really start to learn this more and more as you progress in your journey. Like even, you know, the amount of people that have shoulder pain and it's actually, you know, stems from their bicep or like, it's really incredible when you see how the body all impacts each other. So, you know, most importantly, glutes um, are just such a strong stabilizer muscle. Strong legs gives you a great base to build into other things. It's going to make you overall stronger for your upper body. It's going to make you more confident. Um, you know, a symmetrical body is a better looking body. You know, you never want to be that person that skips leg day. And, you know, you can balance this. If you're a guy and you don't care that much, maybe just train legs once a week, but you don't want to be neglecting a very core area. And like, this is just such a big area for your overall health. You can burn a ton of calories in your training legs it can be a great fun new challenge you know they can look phenomenal you can have more speed and power um so to me like it's just really uh important that you don't neglect this because even if you want a bigger stronger upper body you could be minimizing that by not focusing in on those legs yeah i mean super well said it's just like anytime that i think about it i'm just like you know even if i don't want to because it's just i mean it's hard right like you know especially for a lot of guys i find they struggle um because it's just you know, you see the chest you see the biceps it feels so good to get an upper body pump on the opposite end i find a lot of females have a hard time getting the uh, upper body going and i'm not generalizing i know that you know everyone's so so unique and different and in, in terms of preferences but i do find those to be some common trends but just knowing that those things that you don't want to do will will end up benefiting you so much like every time i don't want to hit legs i'm like oh i can skip it I I know that, you know, just by doing that, I'm going to like 20 years from now, uh, it's just going to benefit me because I'm going to have a strong, stronger quad, stronger, you know, just everything like, you know, glutes, like it's just, it's going to always have carryover. And even if you have other specific goals, like, you know, 
it'll end up just like paying off by working the lower body. I know it's going to affect my upper body and like by have like doing heavy squats, it's going to benefit me this way. So I always think of the benefits and, and obviously it helps because I kind of like know the benefits. And if you ever want to know it and you know, Google will help, obviously they're not going to be perfect. You can ask someone, Hey, what are the benefits of actually doing these like reverse lunges? And like, you know, when you actually start thinking like, okay, if I do hip thrusts, it's going to be beneficial because my posture is going to be better because this is um, because my overall strength will be better because um, I'm, I'm less prone to get injured and when you know the benefits and start thinking about that it becomes easy to do but past that like when I got asked about this um, um, I actually shared a couple other things to one of my clients is like past the fact of like knowing like what it is that's beneficial I do have some specific things right so on leg day usually I'll have to take maybe a little bit more pre-workout to get pumped up um, I'll actually watch some more uh, motivational videos so like I don't really do that for upper body days because it's kind of like once I start getting an upper body pump it's like pretty addicting but for lower like I'll have to maybe watch someone doing some heavy squats maybe just spend three to five minutes watching some like intense you know type of thing and and I think there's nothing wrong with doing these types of things um, but I definitely you know would recommend adding them in just to kind of like you know create that consistency and you know just yeah so knowing the knowing the actual benefits um, watching the videos um, you know maybe even some extra hype music maybe an extra half scoop of pre-workout as long as you're not going over your caffeine intake for the day um, those are the biggest things but it's not all about looks I'd say for most people especially if you are just only focused on looks like think about the function like even for someone who skips upper body day and you only want to do lower think about how important it is to have strong shoulders and you know being able to you know be uh, injury prone to uh, sorry um just avoid injuries because you have all these strong um muscle groups you become resilient and that's super important to think about when you ever want to skip something absolutely well thank you everyone for tuning in today hopefully you learned a lot from this remember knowledge is only power when applied so see how you can apply a few things to this and if you want more motivation throughout the week hit us up on instagram at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t and once again if you want to take advantage of the pre-new year's pricing and you want to lose some unwanted fat if you're looking to lose 10 to 20 pounds of fat in the new year and gain you know 5 to 15 pounds of new muscle message us fat loss to at colossus fit C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. And we really look forward to helping you out. Otherwise, everyone have a fantastic day. Thanks for tuning in. Hey everyone, I just want to let you know about an incredible opportunity. Myself and Kyle are looking to help some people with some pre-New Year's pricing. We like to work with people that are hungry and want change now. They don't want to wait for January 1st or some arbitrary date because as we know, the best time to start is yesterday and we obviously can't do that. So the second best time to start is today. So if you are looking to lose 10 to 20 pounds of fat and put on 5 to 15 pounds of muscle in the new year and build your best, fittest, healthiest, and happiest physique, DM us fat loss to act Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T to get started. Now let's jump into the episode.